Assalamu alaikum. This is your sister Mahalaika and welcome to Maha Speaks. I have been on a long break dealing with some health challenges and every time it seemed like I wanted to record or had the thought to record, some other issue would come up. And I'm going to tell you, 2020 um, with COVID has uprooted a lot of things um, with our health, with our education, with sport and play with business, everything, relationships, everything. So I just wanted to get on here. Today is Monday, um, May 17th, and we just finished the holy month of Ramadan. And I had a very interesting experience through Ramadan. And um, we won't get into a lot of it today, but, you know, one of the things that I appreciate Allah blessing me to go through, even though it was painful to see realities, he uprooted by his permission, by his will, his, his determination was to show me that there were some things that I needed to work on and that I'm not as perfect as I thought. Can you believe that? (laughs) No, all jokes aside, it is painful, especially when you're striving to be obedient, you're striving to be right. Um, for God to show you some of your flaws. And what's a blessing is, is that um, he shows you those flaws when it's private. It's another thing, a whole nother level of maturity and struggle and pain that comes when it, when those um, manifestations of defects are in front of everybody. And so I was thankful to Allah that he showed me some things, although I cried (laughs) and was in complete shock. And to show you how Satan works, um, my emotional reaction to what Allah showed me, he quickly jumped in the way and tried to convince me that I was not valuable, that I was no good, that Allah didn't love me, you know, and and when I say Allah, for those of you who don't know, I'm a Muslim. My name is Malaika Muhammad, and Allah is another word for God. So don't allow, don't um, let the word Allah keep you from listening to that, um, what I'm saying. But basically, I just wanted to get back on there because by his permission, if he blesses me, I'll be back bringing um, interviews and, and some things that I learned to bring some valuable content. And, you know, what I learned from other people who are podcasters is, is that you just have to keep putting out content. And the more you put out content, um, the better you'll get. And so I'm asking for your patience for that. And if you choose not to listen, that's fine, too, you know, um, because maybe one day it will resonate with those who want to hear it. So I just wanted to jump on here because the minister, minister, the honorable Mr. Louis Farrakhan said something that really soothed my soul the last day of Ramadan. And he said, um, how did he say that? He said, guard your thoughts. Guard what you eat. Be careful what you think. Be careful what you eat. Um, be careful of what you say, I think, is what he said. I'm going to get that. Oh, no, here it is. I'm sorry. I wanted to have the right quote. He said, guard the food you eat, the water you drink, and the thoughts you have. Okay? 
So that is something that I have been doing since um, I had an episode and, and having to be admitted to the hospital um, for a couple days. And I decided, not me, God put the thought in my head to do exactly that. So when the minister said that last week on the last day of Ramadan, it just soothed my soul. It reconfirmed that God, yes, he is with me. And that even though I have defects, which we all have, um, just because he manifested to me doesn't mean that he's not with me. It means he loves me because he can let me go on being a babbling fool. So I wanted to say that to you from the minister. Are we guarding the food we eat? Are we guarding what we um, drink? And are we, guarding, are we guarding the thoughts that we have? The foods that you eat may affect you personally, but if you're the chief cook in your house, particularly sisters, then guess what? You Are you responsible for their life or are you responsible for the death that they're leading towards because of the food you prepare and the food you provide? Even if you don't have a lot of money, you still and you and I still should provide the best food. So if people in your house have diabetes and hypertension, you know, in most cases, it's something that you out of your lack of knowledge of how to eat the best food and how to shop um, are providing for your family. So if you're if it's obesity and things like that, guess what? You have to take accountability for that first with yourself and then with others. And then what are you drinking? You know, let's not even talk about alcohol. I'm just talking about clean, fresh water. You know, are you buying, are you drinking out the faucet? And if that's what you have, do you have a filter that you can put on there that can still take out some of the impurities, right? And then if you have water, if you're drinking water, you know, uh, you know, is that water, are you drinking enough of the water? You know what I'm saying? So these are things that the minister said, and it's just basic stuff. And then the thoughts, this is where I struggle. And many of you probably struggle too. The thoughts that you think. You know, ever since I've been more mindful of what the thoughts are ever since um, COVID hit, because, again, COVID is uprooting a lot of stuff, a whole lot of stuff. And I have never had this many health challenges all in one year, back to back, different things. And so I look at it like this. In order for us to be purified, in order for us to enter into God's kingdom mentally and then physically, then we have to be pure of mind. So we got to guard the foods we drink. We got to guard the foods, uh, uh, the drinks that we drink and the thoughts that we carry. You are what you think. And when I thought about my thoughts over time, um, those that are deep rooted, unconscious, and it takes a, an event or someone saying something that will uproot it. And then again, if you're not guarding it, if you don't have your full armor of protection on your your helmet, then Satan is easily able. He's just sitting or she's sitting right there to take you down. So you got to guard those thoughts. And so when I started tracing who I talk to, what I'm listening to, what I'm watching, what I'm reading, I saw that the issues that that were after the doctors did all their testing and can't find anything, it's really stress. The stress of this world going down and the new world coming in. The stress of having to let go of the old you, not knowing what the new you is. That's stressful, especially when you don't know for certain. So building up our faith, building up who we are um, to get closer to God, you have to leap into these things. Sometimes you can gradually go into them. A lot of times, Allah just throw you right in there. God just said, this is just how it's going to be today. You get people coming at you at all angles. 
Let's not even deal with them. That's another show. But think about yourself. Think about the thoughts you have when you're laying in the bed and nobody's talking to you. And these are your thoughts. Think about the thoughts you have when you read something or when you see a picture on social media or you have these thoughts about people. Are your thoughts good about that situation or what you saw? Are your thoughts um, praising or giving praise or trying to seek understanding or are you judging? You know, are you mocking? Are you laughing? You know, those are the things you have to think about when your sister or your brother is suffering or have a setback. Are you happy in that? Are you excited that someone's um, family member or, or, or they lost their job or whatever? Does that give you joy? Are you really happy? <laughs> you need to think about that. I have to think about that. You know, for the most part, I think we're all pretty good people. But guess what? Some of us are foul. Just plain out foul. And you don't have no desire. I don't have no desire to change. And if you and I don't have desire to change, then we're not qualified to go into the new kingdom, God's kingdom, which is here right now. It's not something to come. It is here now. So COVID uprooted the weaknesses in every industry. And guess what? The internal industry in you. You know what I'm saying? Everything in you has been uprooted. And if you think you're going back to so-called normal, you have been deceived. There is no normal going back to that. Why would you want to go back to the life that you and I didn't like in the first place? If you be, if you're honest, if you took this time to shelter in place, if you took this time to look at yourself, why would you want to do that? You should be more creative. You should be saying, you know what? I lost my job, but I, I've been having these skills. I, the way I'm seeing people blowing up now and doing things that they've always wanted to do. And, and I, Bet you they wouldn't have done it or I wouldn't have done it if it wasn't for COVID. Okay. So I just wanted to just give a shout out to everybody today. Um, today is Monday. Like I said, May 18th. I'm, I'm back and I'm just going to go with it. I can't worry about what people think. I can't worry about the judgments because it's too much. It blocks your energy. It blocks your time. But I promise myself and I promise you that I will do my due diligence to bring relevant information. Um, you know, it'll be serious sometimes and, and other times it'll be just, you know, just things we need to talk about, you know, and laughing and all of that. But I'm going to strive to be myself and loving myself and challenging those thoughts that come up, being more mindful of what I eat, being more disciplined because Ramadan actually was difficult for me. I was able to complete it, um, but there were some things that got uprooted. And like I said, it made it more challenging, which I haven't had that type of challenge in years. And so to me, if I can get through that and still stay focused, although it was very challenging, and even though I was having some severe health issues, I just didn't tell people about, you know, if I can still get through Ramadan and Allah has mercy on me, that means if I can do that difficulty and develop some discipline in that, then whatever I want to do, if Allah is pleased with it or will permit me to do, I can do it and I can do it knowing OK, knowing that he is with me and that he's going to bless me as long as it's within his will, as long as it's good and not hurting people, as long as it is, um, you know, going to improve my life, then I can do that. Allah will bless that. The timing might be something, but I think Allah will bless us with just about everything our hearts desire of good. The last thing I'll say, and I'll end with this, you know, 
I have an adult child and some of you do too. And some of you have children who are minors and you're still taking care of them. But our children hold a lot of things. Our young people, our young adults, um, they hold a lot of things. And when they have to release, let them release. Don't fight them sharing something with you. You know what I'm saying? Because they have to do it. They don't have the trials to build up their faith and strength like you and I might have or like our parents may have before us. So allow them to express. Listen to them. Ask God to give you the patience to remove the ego, to remove the pain. Don't feel like you need to defend. You know what I'm saying? Just let them release it. And if they permit you, you know, let them talk. It may not be the time for you to talk then, but you can tell them, I'll consider what you're saying and get back with you, you know, and we don't tolerate disrespect. You're not about to disrespect. That's not about to happen. But a lot, I wasn't able to do that for my mother. And I thought that was with my mom. And I thought that was important for me to do that with my son. And so we started very early where he could share anything with me. I always did not appreciate or accept or tolerate disrespect though. Your tone got to be right, right? And so allowing him to share and express things that happened to him <laughs> is really funny because as parents, we have no clue until they bring it. Well, they need to heal like you need to heal. And it just so happens sometimes when they share with you, it is an answer to a prayer that you have. And so if there's compassion and love between the two of you, guess what? You can get through it. And so allow your children to express, you know, investigate when you need to investigate, but allow them and keep a civil thing. Minister Ishmael said it yesterday. It's always one person that can push your buttons. Whoop, okay. <laughs> and everybody know who that person is. You just as sweet as pie, but that one person and you just straight up Negro. Okay. <laughs> you have the Kurt Franklin effect. We were all shaped, but I'm going to tell you, a lot of us related to him. And that's why the back, whatever the motive was for whatever that happened, didn't work. Because a lot of parents are going through that with their children. <laughs> so may Allah bless you all. Thank you so much for your time. And I promise you, we're going to have some really great content. So tune in and share and give me feedback and let me know. And if you want to support me, you can. You can cash at Malika Muhammad. Um and we'll put that in the bottom of the chat and then go from there. So may Allah bless you. If you don't, if you just tune in and if you share and if you give me feedback, you will help me grow. I'm developing a thicker skin. Trust and believe. OK, so I love you. May Allah bless you. And remember, always be kind, respectful and develop compassion. Ask Allah to open and expand your breasts and watch the things that you will be able to do, the people you will attract to you. May God bless you with a wonderful day. I greet you if I didn't come to you in this way in the beginning. I greet you in the greeting words of peace of Assalamu alaikum, which means peace be unto you. Mm -hmm.